the baptism, when all the people were being baptised, Jesus was baptised too. And, he was, and as he was praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form, like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You know this voice, because this is why I believe God is a South Londoner. <laughs> because a voice came from heaven, you are my son, with whom I love. With you, I'm well pleased. <laughs> God loves you. You're well pleased. Um, what a great day, though, to be baptising people on Father's Day. It's, uh, it's the voice of the Father that says to us and to you and to me that he's really well pleased with you. No matter why you come in the room this morning, God is really well pleased with you. And we can say that confidently. Even though for some of you, you might not feel it or experience it, I can guarantee you that your Father in Heaven is very well pleased with you. And you can say that. So let's just say that out loud. God is well pleased with me. One, two, three. God, God is well pleased with me. Oh, yeah, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's such a joy. When we could only dream two years ago, Phil and I were commissioned, that we would end up baptising people. It's, it's the great commission. It's the, it's the thing that we get to do. We get to make disciples and baptise them in the name of Jesus. So uh, we do these once a term. Uh, I'd love to do these every week. Uh, it's just a joy to ba baptise people. Because what you hear is Jesus' story in their story. Jesus is making his story, he's making history through these people. Uh, the Greek word, so the, Bible, the New Testament uh, was written in Greek, and the word baptised is the, the Greek word baptizo, and it literally means to plunge, I love that word, to plunge, to immerse, to dip. To plunge, it's such a great word. <laughs> so, um, the context biblically, so if you want to know why we do this, why we plunge people, why we immerse them, is, uh, is because people were, were that's what they, they were done. Jesus was baptised, he was plunged, he was fully immersed in water. Not by water, he wasn't sprinkled with water, he wasn't near water. Uh, the implication is that the person who's baptised is immersed, fully immersed in water, rather than having some water sprinkled on them. Uh, and Jesus says this in Matthew 28, the Great Commission, go and make disciples, baptise them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Um, and so Jesus, he, he set the example for us. He was baptised. Uh, so as followers, we just continue to do what Jesus tells us to do. We continue to baptise, to plunge, to immerse people. Uh, and baptism is this symbolic event. It's this powerful event. And I just want to spend a couple of minutes talking about this word life. Baptism is about life. Uh, number one, it's this move from death to life. Uh, baptism is the symbol of uh, Christ's burial and his resurrection. And what you're going to see in a minute is people who will come and their entrance into the water. Uh, and it's almost like when we go under the water, it's this burial of our old life. We're leaving the past where it belongs. Uh, I remember talking to, talking to someone and 
they were saying, how long, how long should I stay under? How long, how long do you keep me under? And uh, some of you know me. Uh, I said, well, how, how big is your sin? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a joke. You're welcome. <laughs> When we're stuck in our old life, when we're stuck in our sin, in our, you know, God, has, God hasn't, Jesus hasn't died so that we can carry on sinning. He hasn't died so that we can carry on being, being filled with shame. Yeah. And so when we, when we, this act of burying this, we're putting the past where it belongs. We're burying it with Christ, along with Christ. And here, here's what it says in Colossians 2. Going uh, 12 to 14. I'm going to read from the message. It says, Going under the water was the burial of your old life. Coming out of it was the resurrection. God is raising you from the dead as he did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive. <laughs> right along with Christ. Think of it. All our sins forgiven. The slate wiped quite clean. The old arrest warrant, it says, cancelled and nailed to Christ's cross. It's fantastic. Uh, and so we can talk about the washing. Uh, I hope most of us have, have, have had a shower today, or we're probably after this afternoon, we'll need a shower, sweat. We can talk about washing. We can talk about being overwhelmed. Uh, but we're physically, we're drowned, we're overwhelmed as we go under the water. And so back here is this image of death, leaving our old sin death. Sin dead life with uh, with Christ. Uh, Paul, in another book in uh, Galatians, he talks about being clothed with Christ. Galatians three twenty seven. For, for all of you who were baptized into Christ, have clothed yourself with Christ. So we go down, we die. As we come up, we're clothed again with Christ. In the New Testament, there's some evidence to suggest that people, as they go in, would strip off their clothes. They would strip them all off, really. They would, they would, they would strip off their old, and it's this symbol of stripping off their independent life, our old life without Christ. What we did, what we worked without Christ, and they would strip off and go in. And when they were raised, they were given these white garments, these fresh white white garments, this symbol of being clothed with Christ. And what we're saying, as they come up, you're going to see Rudy and Fiona, as they come up, it's like this symbol of I'm adopting a Christ-dependent life. baptism, you're ending your old life without Christ. And you're beginning a new life with Christ. Uh, and it's this, it's this outward symbol of an inward change. So many of us here, we've made the decision to follow Jesus inwardly. Baptism is this outward claim that we are following Christ. Um, so, this whole thing of life. We were dead, but now, we're, now we have life. 
and the second and last sentence, because we have a brand new line. Baptism is like a wedding ring. Uh, Liv and I have been married 21 years. Some of you weren't born. <laughs> and, uh, and Liv and I, we made it's a, a, a wedding ring. It's an outward symbol, isn't it, of the commitment that we've made in our hearts. A commitment that we will follow through every day, we will live through every day. Uh, and I, I just think it's a simple way to explain baptism. Baptism is a symbol. It's, uh, it's meant to show the world that you love, you trust, you follow Jesus. And it's like a wedding ring. Let's say I'm not married now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's say I'm not married now. <laughs> but if I put a wedding... Let's say that. I put, I put a wedding ring on my finger. And I go around. And uh, would that make me marry? Like audience participation. Would that make it? No, 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 with the, in the Hall of Fame. Um, but imagine I was, I was really married. Let's do, do the other way. Imagine I was really married uh, and I really loved uh, my husband or my wife. Would I wear the wed wedding ring? Yes, I would. Of course I would. Uh, I love Viv. 21 years. It's amazing. And I want the whole world to, to know that. I want to show them that the whole, to the whole world, everyone that I know, that I am married. And so the baptism is like this. We're showing everyone that we are following Jesus. Uh, I have trusted Christ to save me from my sin. And he is my Lord, my life, my joy. And the other thing is I want everyone else to know. So baptism is this symbolic statement to everyone who sees, who sees it, that I've trusted Jesus. Okay, last, last verse. And then uh, we're going to hear some stories. Romans 6, verse 4. Again, it's another uh, book in the New Testament. And Paul's saying here, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may have a new life. Again, it's this word of life. And as we baptise them, as they come up, um, we're going to pray. And we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. We believe that everyone has access to the, the Spirit <coughs> the presence of God. And so when they come up, we're going to be praying for them, that they will receive life. They may have already been baptised in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, let's keep on getting back baptised. Let's keep on being filled. Be filled and be filled. But we believe that as we pray for them, this new life, this new clothes, this new symbol will, will increase. Okay. Let's welcome Rudy. Let's welcome yeah. Rudy. We're going to hear from Rudy and tell his story about uh, why he loves Jesus and why he wants to be baptised. Uh, and then we're going to hit that and then we'll
joined a house group, and later on started serving with um, at the church, doing coffee. People might think of might just doing coffee, but that's where you sit and you talk to people, you, you connect with people in the in the church. Everybody wants coffee. <laughs> 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 so at the time, God was talking to me and giving me so much compassion back. And um, yeah, then basically coming to to Dallin was a great step for us. Uh, a big decision that we made. Um, and about three weeks ago, I was I was always sitting and thinking of getting baptized because this is my way of saying to everybody else there. That, that I'm the son of God and this is my path that God's placed for me and I'm yeah. going to follow that. But it's always as Steve said, you sit there and you think, mm, oh, am I going to get baptized or not? No, I haven't got kids or whatever the case may be. And I've been there sitting like you guys not knowing what to do. And then God spoke to me one day and just said, get baptized. And then and then I decided I'll speak to Steve and you're right to that. So that's mm. my path. Tell us what difference has Jesus made in your life? A big difference. I'm I'm a free man in the center of I'm still a sinner, but I know God's forgiven me every single day. I pray every single day that He will protect me and um He's, he's, he's like a father to me. And you're a fantastic dad as well. Give a round of applause. Big piano, massive. Churches, all Pentecostal, you know, hallelujah, all that business. So, from a young age, obviously being forced to go to church, no one wants to go to church when you're a child, you just want to be out, you know, chilling with mates and doing whatever you want to do. Sinful life, which I've noticed now. Um, but I think I gave my life to Christ in my heart. I didn't say it outwardly, but obviously, God knows your thoughts in your heart, your heart thoughts, kind of thing. Um, probably about 10 years ago. But me being me and shy, I just thought oh, I'd just be it for a bit. I'd go to church, listen to people's stories, and like, oh, you've got that idea? Brilliant. But inside, I was like, I need to do that too. Um, so for about 10 years, um, just delaying procrastinating, and obviously, time is short, so in the Bible, we're at the end times now, so I need to just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Before it's too late, and everyone's like, oh, you're not in the book of life. And then since I had my children, uh, which was about five years ago, my first child, it, being, being a parent is different. You're different to a, 
Yeah, you're more emotional and you know you're more loving because you're bringing up this little baby that doesn't know anything, so you you want to be an example to that person. <clears throat> so have my little girl Jessica, and obviously I'm still in good church. Me. When I had Amelia uh, two years later in 2014, um, I had a sister church, um, but that was for about a year, and then I kind of stopped again, which is pretty bad. Um, with Amelia, I obviously experienced some crazy stuff, you know, birth dreams and stuff. I've had people praying for me at the church, um, etc., etc. And um, God was good to me. He answered all of my prayers. And I'm just so thankful for that. Saved him from the wolves and everything. He was shepherding his sheep. 
happening with Goliath and Lalilah, just from Saul that I wanted to kill him. Um, anyway, that relationship is what I want to strive for to have this point. So I just believe obviously getting baptised and accepting, you know, having the Holy Spirit, because um, we're the temple of God, isn't it? So, you know, you're dwelling you. So I just want to be empowered to speak speak the words of God if, you know, see people on the street and not be like, oh God, I can't say that thing. I want to be empowered to spread the word, to read the word, to get others to come into the church and not be procrastinating like myself. Um, so yeah, being baptised, I just want to, you know, walk daily and grow in Christ like this is what I truly desire. So I just want to thank God for bringing me this far. Why don't we stand? Let's stand.